Okay, once again, we are the Man Fuse Podcast. Who's next to me? What's up, that's, everybody? That's Ben H. It's me. I'm here. I am Kaylee, your host, and we are doing it a little different today. Uh, maybe it'll come out in our audio um, because we are recording at about 7 p.m. Normally, we dinner are time. dinner time. Our wives are probably going to be pissed. Yeah. Um, mine are, mine's upstairs now dealing with all the children. But this is the only time we could squeeze it in because we're moving. We're, we're shaking. Moving shaking. We're grinding. And as Michael Douglas said on Wall Street, Lunch is for wimps. That's it. Well, then we're really a bunch of pussies because that's normally when we record. Yeah. We're like brunch people. Have you ever watched that movie? Wall Street? Yeah. I love it. I just don't... It's been so long, I don't really... I can't quote it, I don't think. That movie... I love that movie. Especially the first part. So is The Wolf of Wall Street. Yes. The Wolf of Wall Street's fucking... It's real bad. Yeah. It's like... uh, It's something serious. Yeah, it is. First, I want to kind of brag on my son i'm kind of a proud parenting moment you get him every now and then um no kid is perfect um kai just turned 11 he's my son we had a parent teacher conference today which you never know how that's gonna go can be rocky this teacher this year we have heard nothing normally each year couple weeks in yeah. we get a, a very nice phone call you know kai is such a smart sweet you know boy he just needs to you know dial right. it in because my son suffers from adhd nothing wrong with that i think now the whole population would be diagnosed with add of some sort i would imagine i was and i hated it and i never wanted that label for him right because i always i maybe i thought it was a crutch right like, I didn't want him to be treated different. And he's not, really. Um, when I was in high school, I was in, like, the special classes. Really? Oh, yeah. You went special ed on him? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh I was in special ed. Yeah. Which, for part. So, I guess they had the really smart classes, the regular classes. Right. And then they had, like, the tier B and then the C. And then yeah. the C was, like, with a bunch of other delinquents, kind yeah. of, like... Yeah which were all my friends. Right. Um, that was a great time. Yeah. And not that anyone was not intelligent All the there. rebels. Yes. But three of my classes were with those C-rated regular classes, and then the, the other three were in a little tiny class with mm. like three or four other people. Oh, wow. We had ADD, yeah. BD at the time. So that's Attention Deficit Behavior Disorder, wow. which is the category that I fell into. Right. Because my behavior affected my learning and could affect those around me. Right. Next to my class were the LD, yeah. learning disability. These were kids that actually had dyslexia, like right. real learning disabilities that right. kept them from... You know, th- yours was just behavioral. I was just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Detention seeking whore. Yeah. And I loved it. And you loved but, it. but one thing was cool about these classes is that, well, our teacher, she was like this woman who had the psychology degree and she would fuck with you. Her name was Miss Inc. Oh. E N C K. And she would mess with you psychologically. Oh, she'd fuck you up, dude. Really? Oh, yeah. So if you were, if you did. And you played by her rules. Yeah. Now, we didn't have an open campus. Right. So if you left the premises for lunch and got caught either leaving, coming, or going, you would get busted by the cop who was always on patrol. Yeah. The school cop. Um, I called him Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. Um, And so if you played by her rules, she'd be like, you can go out to lunch today. 
Oh, wow. And if you fucked with her, yeah. she'd tell you you can go out to lunch and she'd bust you on the way back. Yeah. She knew I would have cigarettes on me. Right. If I played her game, yeah. she would let me go take a cigarette break. Right. If I fucked with her, she would have me suspended for like two or three days out of school. Dang. Just because I crossed her. She knew what to do. Oh, she, she knew did. How to handle you. And kid. oh my God, she did. She, knew she how to handle the was a beast. One. And actually, and I know I'm a little getting off That's subject. That's good leadership. She fucked with you, dude. And like, and you. And you fucking hated her with the big... You loved her at some points, but yeah. when she fucked with you, you hated... Like, you wanted fucking to seek revenge. Yeah. There was one time I pissed her off, and I think I was talking back to her. Another thing we had in our class, we had a pool table in our classroom. No way. With a refrigerator that was stocked with Cokes and all this stuff. Yeah. You behaved? Play some pool. You did your work? Play some pool. So one time, I pissed her off. And I had a pack of cigarettes on me. She had me searched because I, it was one of those times where she was going to fuck with me. Right. But what I didn't remember that I had in my jacket pocket from uh -oh. a previous night before. Oh, boy. Something that looked like this. A knife. Something that looked like that. A deeply sharp knife. That got me 20 days out of school suspension. Oh. If you had this now, yeah. oh, you would probably be expelled. Really? With all the school shootings and shit, like this weapon, you'd be you arrested. almost need it for protection. Not in school. Like, th that's a weapon. I mean, they'll expel you. They'll arrest you. Really? Fuck yeah. Wow. A gun, a knife like that, they don't play anymore. Wow. Not since, like, Columbine and all these school shootings. Yeah. This was way before that. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. But I got 20 three days out of school wow and then so i had to spend the first 10 at home and then i had to go to an alternative school where i was like the only white kid there yeah and it was like in the ghetto yeah and it was fucking crazy i got zeros for every day right. well, anyway you never know how it goes so i normally get a call you know kai needs to dial it in but one thing is ongoing is that his teachers absolutely fall in love with the kid. They're yeah, like, a sweet he kid. is, he's a stud. Oh, I love him. He's a stud. And yeah. so Aaron went to the conference, my wife today, once again, he has a little trouble in math. Math is not, he gets frustrated. He kind of shuts down. Yeah. He, so, I did too. And me too. I hated it. Yeah. And I copied off of people. The scan Until I got into economics. Right, then money. Then I would excel. Yeah. <laughs> Greenbacks. But I mean, like, I used to copy off Scantrons. I'd be like, and there were kids that would just kind of slide their scan. Like, like, just why? 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 Just give me a fucking calculator. Just why? The report today, as my wife said, just a little bit of math stuff, but she loves him. She's like, he is smart. He is funny. He is just a charmer she just awesome. couldn't say enough That's so awesome. i gotta give the kid props boom and i knew she'd fall in love because they all do next kai last tuesday we were at his baseball game and he didn't get to pitch the entire game this is the scenario it was over. did you see the end of the braves game last night no holy shit what i miss oh my god dude it was the fucking it so i mean braves lost the first game yeah. in the series to the phillies and we were getting crushed. I mean, it looked like it was like four to zero. We yeah. scored one. And then in the eighth and ninth inning, we had like two, two run home runs. So we took the lead five to four. Yeah. And then the Phillies, because um, uh, they were up at the top of the ninth, 
and uh, Bryce Harper got on first, and then this dude hits one, and we had one out, and this dude slams one with Bryce Harper on first to the warning track. Michael Harris is just running after it. I'm like, oh, this shit's either over, and it's a home run, or it's going to bounce off the wall, and he does this, like, running jump catch and, like, scoops it and then throws it. Harper is already around second base. He turns around to go back. The ball that was thrown in goes through two Braves players and Riley picks it up and fucking throws it to first. Gets a double play out. Game Dang. over. It was insane, dude. Like, so we tied it. Braves one to one. won? Yeah, so we're even one to one. Holy smokes. So Kai had almost a similar thing. So in our league, there's five run limits. We were um, visitors, so we batted first. We're up 11 to 7. Yeah. They get their last bat. Right. Uh, I believe the coach's kid is pitching, and he's having a rough go at it. Now, you only get five runs, so if they score five, we lose. Yeah. If they score four, we tie. Right. But we ain't getting up again. Somehow, the kid gets bases loaded, walks three people in a row. Dang. Eight, nine, ten. It's 11 to 10, one out. There's one out. We have one out. First two pitches of the next batter, he gets to two balls and the coach takes him out. He gets Kai in. So Kai's going to relieve. So Kai's coming in with a batter that has two balls. Bases are loaded. It is 11 to 10. Wow. He warms up. He does his warm-up pitches. Here, he's ready to go. And I'm like, shit. He's a great pitcher, but still... Having 2-0, and yeah. and he hasn't even thrown to a batter yet, right. you never know how it could go. His first pitch is a ball. Ball. 3-0. and Dang. So the chances of an 11-year-old, I mean, just saying getting out of the situation. Right. I mean, one hit, one solid hit, two runs are coming in easy. Yeah. Next pitch, he throws this nasty tumbler, dude, just drops really? in. Strike. Like, okay. And I get so much anxiety. Next pitch, strike. Next pitch, strike. Yes. Out. Two outs. Next batter, first pitch is a strike. And I'm like, oh my God. Next pitch, the guy hits it, grounds it to Kai. Kai picks it up, throws him out at first. We win. And I'm like, oh my my God. I mean, just from a that's unbelievable stress situation. It was fucking nuts. Now you never know. Everyone has their off days. It's not always gonna go like that. And even the coach even texted me after and said, I hope Kai realizes what a high stress situation that was yeah. and how amazingly he executed. Yeah, he nailed it. I mean, he got one of the game balls. I mean, he saved the game. Basically won I mean, the game. Won the game. Yeah. yeah I mean. Uh, That's so, how you went on defense. It was insane. That's so awesome. That was great. Now let me tell you how he's pissing me off, Ben. This little punk. Now, we have been doing the Manfuse podcast. We're about, I think we have 150 clips, episodes up on YouTube. That's amazing. Yes, it is, Ben. But the result is not. (laughs) Okay. Our views. The the subscriber rate is in the fucking toilet. Oh, my God. And and maybe it's because I'm labeling and putting everything under podcast, like that category. And I haven't executed, and this is my bad on the marketing, but I do a lot. So I need help. And we're going to bring on some people here to help soon. But I haven't done a ton of shorts. Like I've uploaded a few. Now, my son has been badgering the shit out of me 
to right. start his own YouTube channel. I keep saying no right. because I hate the shit he watches on right. I mean, he would spend five hours just watching a little dumb video, dumb video. And it's like what kids find funny these days. Dude Perfect, which actually is cool. I like Dude Perfect. Those guys ball out. But he just watches stupid shit sometimes. Right. And it's... You know, it's little videos, and it's like, oh, look, you Mr. Beast, you know, from Mr. Beast Burger, giving away this, giving away that. So he kind of circumvented me. Yeah. And he started one with his best friend down the street under his best friend's dad's YouTube channel. Nice. Yeah, man, it's real fucking nice. Do you know their little YouTube channel? Yeah. That they have made a bunch of just shitty videos that I find just completely mindless. Abrasive. Some of those videos have already achieved over like 12,000 views. Yeah, man. The kids know what's They up. already have over like 450 subscribers, which is like eight times the amount of subscribers we have. That's hilarious. And I'm like, God damn. That's hilarious. So we're about to have to get stupider, Ben. Yeah. Hey, we're about to get real stupid on the Man Fuse podcast when it comes to you. That's what hooks people. And really, and not saying we have to be stupid, but we need to be more stupid. We need to be... Or smarter. Yeah. But it's Smart like, works too. Ultimately, as long as people... The podcasts that I listen to either make me laugh or they make me learn. Well, I think that's one good thing about the Man Fuse. I think it's a combination of both. Yeah. Well, I certainly learn through the Man Fuse podcast. Well, we learn just through doing this motion. I think our listeners out there, some of the reviews surprisingly inspire. I mean, they, I, I would believe if you listen to one of our episodes, you're going to get some funny. You're going to get real. You're going to get a honest, common sense perspective, as we've said it before. And, you, and you're going to laugh because sometimes we're funny. Well, really this dumb, guy is dumbing it down. He's this guy's low energy over yeah. here. Nah, this is the new sound. Well, I guess I could say I'm gonna. It's the Man Fuse podcast. We're gonna start over. We're gonna today. bring it to a new low. Do we need to get into some testicle breathing to yeah. really dial it in? <laughs> is that what we need to do? I want do to we... do some some uh, elbow breathing. <laughs> so Ben, this is what I did. So I surprised my wife. There was a family heirloom. So the thing about this heirloom, the diamonds it had, which was like a little over a carat, were really high quality diamonds. Yeah. But and and they were and it's a vintage style ring, but what sat in the middle was this giant pearl, mm. which it was a very unique thing, but right. pearls are not incredibly hard. So if you're banging it around, yeah. it'll damage the pearl. So yes. my wife didn't wear it that much. Right. I had the pearl ripped the fuck out and yeah. I dropped in a two carat stone. Dang. And it just makes it it, it makes it, it look like a $50,000 ring. That's I mean, amazing. it fucking, it is gangster. And it was set by the same guy that sets a lot of Tiffany's jewelry. That's incredible. I'm going for points. I'm going for kudos. Yes. I don't know that I've gotten any. No, she was really excited. I was like, I tried to piss her off too. I went the way of, babe, I think you need to sit down. Huh. I've done something. I did something that you probably, do you want to sit down? She's like, no, tell me, tell me, tell me. Well, I know you say I never get you anything, and so here you go. Bing! It was like Pulp Fiction when they opened the briefcase. And uh, that glow that comes out, angels started singing. What did she do? She was like, holy shit. She was like, what the hell? When did you do that? And I'm yeah. like, I've been working on it for months. 
That's awesome. I've got hard labor in there. That's right. And uh, and belie- and I got to give mad shout out to um, Austin Cordell, who we are launching the Austin Cordell podcast. Austin is a jeweler, has been in the jewelry business for 20 years. He's on the B2B side. He's been on the B2C side. Soon, I will post his information once we get his podcast launched. But Thank dude's a you, beast. Austin. And if you need any diamonds, Austin Cordell. I need diamonds. Yeah, Ben needs diamonds. My birthstone. It's mine too, Dick. I'm April. Well, we're both April. We're both birthstone We diamond. love blood diamonds. That's why we like diamonds. So ben, I want a skull with diamond eyes as a necklace pendant. <laughs> I want a Prince Albert ring with, a, <laughs> with diamond eyes. <laughs> oh, God. I want a PA ring. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Sorry. Someone give me a Prince Albert Uh. right here. Ben, have you heard this trend that's going on? And it's actually really funny. Guys are attacking girls and girls are attacking guys. It is the battle between boy math and girl math. I haven't heard. Oh, you haven't. So let me give you a. What is boy math and girl math? So the girls started attacking the boys and the boys started attacking the girls. And there are great points on both sides when Mm. you start. It's the type of math, how you calculate decisions. Like, for instance, boy math is being afraid of gold diggers when you only have three pairs of socks to your name. Wait, what? Boy math is being afraid of gold digging whores. Okay. When you only have three socks, pairs of socks. So you're broke. And you're, you're worried like about you're gold digger, gold right? Diggers. It's the math. Another example, Ben. Okay. Boy math is opening up your marriage so you can fuck around and then getting mad because your wife is getting slammed while you severely overestimated your market value. Oh, that is just... Oh, dude. Oh, no, there, no, no. Just, but, but there's a lot I to mean, be said. No, there's a lot to be said. It's like, um, I think there was one where it was like, um, girl math is... Um, bitching about this guy you dated who wouldn't pick up, you know, because he was cheap and he wouldn't pick up the tab, but then you got pregnant and knocked up from the deadbeat dad that fucking came along right after. Right. I'm not going to bash the women right now. No, let's so, do that. No. Boy math is paying $44 billion for a $25 billion company and through business smarts and entrepreneurial know-how, turning it into an $8 billion company. <laughs> Elon Musk. Yeah. That's a shot at Elon Musk. Boy math is saying women are too emotional for positions of power and then punching holes in the wall when angry. <laughs> right? When you're mad. Right. These are good. Boy math is needing 15 attempts to count the votes correctly to become speaker and then shutting down the government nine months later. Isn't this called irony? Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, that's another word for it. Yes. It's just, it's repackaged in such a way. I see. Yeah. I want to hear about the girls. Boy math is searching for someone 18 at the big age of 50. Oh. <laughs> Hold on, we'll go through and see. Boy math is saying not all men and still not holding your abusive homies responsible just so you can belong. Mm. <laughs> Boy math is wanting zero kids but having zero condoms on hand. Ooh. That's fucking cold one, right? That's cold. Boy math is getting your heart broken once in grade school, then seeking revenge on every girl you date afterwards. <laughs> Boy math is when he does the oil changes and snow shoveling and she does the cooking laundry and he decides they have equal workloads because they both do two chores. Yeah, I don't, that was I don't know dumb. about that. Yeah, it was, yeah, you need to go home. Boy math is thinking you're a good guy because you've never abused someone. <laughs> uh, boy <laughs> math true. is being above 30 and dating girls in their late teens or early 20s because you know they can't see the loser in you. <laughs> <laughs> 
boy math is having a body count of 30 and not making any of them climax. Oh, that's, that's love. brutal. Yeah. Boy math is demanding a girl have a low body count, but stick in your penis and anything with a hole. <laughs> yeah, that's natural. <laughs> Boy math is being six times more likely to abandon their wives with terminal or chronic illness and then crying about male loneliness. Oh, I know. Some of these are fucking crazy. Boy math is saying not it isn't all men, but still policing their daughters about those same men. Oh, let me see some girl ones. I mean, some of the girl ones are actually really funny. I bet the girl ones are the best. Oh, they are. I mean, they really are. Uh, Girl math. Um... Because guy stuff is just kind of dumb. It is. Yeah. It really is. Girls are more calculated. I mean, they're dumb too, but you know what I'm saying. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, let's see here. Uh, how to do girl math. All right. Um, let's talk about girl math. Paid in cash equals free. I paid in cash. Yeah. So that means it's basically free. Right. Uh, paid with my credit card and someone gave me cash, I made money. <laughs> If I have 7500 in my account and only spent 500 I didn't spend any money. Girl math would be like, I saved money because it was on sale. Oh, yeah, definitely. But you spent money. You still spent money. Right, they don't get that. But uh, it's true, though. It's like 50% off. I had to buy it. Right, exactly. Um, it's like, yeah, but it was still $200. If my favorite clothing store is having a sale, I have to buy something or I'm actually losing money. Cash isn't real money, so if I buy something with cash, it's free. Botox counts as an investment. <laughs> well, it does, kind of. Yeah. Uh, does it? Oh, yeah. This big battle going on, and it just keeps getting more heated and mean, and it's really funny to, if you go on like these threads. Acting like body count doesn't matter, but seeking a serious relationship. Girl math is having a five-gallon water cup and having to pee every five minutes. Guzzling water, knowing you got to pee all the time. Right. Yeah, just peeing everywhere. Girl math is when I have to be at the restaurant by 6 p.m. means I have to leave around 5 because I need to go through traffic to find a parking spot, but also means I have to get ready at 3 to pick an outfit out and do my makeup and hair. That's right. Yeah, that's girl math. Girl math knowing the difference between mauve and pink, but colorblind to red flags. Yes. Needing to buy a new outfit for every special event no matter how much stuff you have in your closet already. Girl math, not buying certain items because you can make it for cheaper at home and spending more on the crafting material. Right. You broke a sweat today, so you can technically afford an extra 400 calories. Girl math is thinking you have a bright future with a guy that ignores you all day to play League of Legends. Girl math is having eight pillows on your bed, but only sleeping with two. Girl math is going on vacation with eight friends and coming back with three. Ooh. (laughs) That's fucking... Love the trivial back and forth between the sexes. Right. It's, you know, uh, men are from Mars, women are from Venus, men play checkers, women play chess. Right. That whole cliche, the, it's what, it's what love's all about right there. Well, we are different. Everything's different. Like, they have, you know. Vaginas different and we have penises. Bodies even, like, they're just different size. I like, love it's that. a different brain, like. It's just like a whole different thing. Right. You know what I mean? It is. It's a different type of person. You're producing babies out of that body. Yeah, you have eggs that are dropping and stuff. Typically, we are more logical beings, I would say. Yes. And they're more emotional. Yes. Now, there are some whiny bitches for guys out there. But, I mean, and there's nothing wrong with being 
in touch with your. And rifle. there's some pretty tough females out there oh, that too. Whoop Let me your tell you, fucking ass. I was in the army with some brute, brute females that would fuck up a bathroom. Oh, dude, you would not want to go into that fuck bathroom, you up too, dude. There's a lot of these girls like five eleven, two forty, just take you out. Couldn't see her being anywhere but the army. Dropping huge yeah. deuces in the bathroom, <laughs> stanking it up, right? Oh, Didn't you God. say that you would never go? The women's bathroom was so nasty. Well, it wasn't the deuces yeah. that made it uh, nastier. It was like the cleanliness thing? It was the... Musk? Know, the, yeah, the musk was a different level of... They you know, they probably couldn't keep up with their normal hygiene. Definitely there. not. Right. There yeah. was a odor, an aroma. I Yeah, definitely so. When you, when you go out in the field for... You know, a couple weeks at a time. Ooh. As a female, you Ooh. might get some canteens full of water. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah. You bring some wipies with you. Yeah. To keep clean. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, it's not the same. It's not, it's not a good old shower. No. With a no. All respect to the females that yeah. serve. And your math sucks, by the way. Yeah. Another botched U.S.-Iran deal, which happened to take place on September 11th. So what's up with this, Ben? One thing that I have to say is um, in light of the current war that just broke out in Israel, I had the privilege of serving with Israeli military They're badass people, aren't they? Fucking and they are bad mofos. And they're all badasses, but let me tell you something. The women commandos they have women commandos in the israeli forces look them up female commando israeli soldiers these bitches are bad to the bone dude they have no fucking mercy they are the most vicious a female sniper actually is considered to be more of a steady shot something about their breathing they have some bad ass women in the israeli forces the Hebrew name is Mistarvim. That's what they're called. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, yeah. If I'm, I might be butchering it, but they are counterterrorism units in whose members are specifically trained to operate undercover enemy territory in order to assassinate or capture wanted targets. They are vicious, and so this whole thing that's happening in Israel. Yeah. Is so what started it? Hamas. Right. I mean, normal. They've been fighting forever. Well, what, on and off. What you have is you have the Palestinian people and the Israeli people, right? And the Israelis are the only Christian nation in the Middle East, which is a Muslim world, okay? And that's what differentiates Israel from the rest of the Muslim world is that they are Christian, right? Now, the Palestinians were uh, claimed to have been pushed out of Israel— by the Jewish people who proclaimed it their homeland and violently took it back after World War II and the Holocaust and all those things occurred. Now, there's been a conflict ever since then. Right. Well, they don't belong in the Middle East, this, that, and the other thing. But at the same time, you have the Holy Land of Jerusalem, which is there. Um, and so they're Christian. Um, and the rest of the Muslim world doesn't like it. So... Hamas is a radical right. Muslim, Islamic, jihad. It's been like relatively peaceful ISIS. there lately, though. I mean, like, they're always on and off. 
they're on and off. I mean, six months ago they had some flare ups. It's every six months something goes down. But this this was like a full blown attack. We're this just... was a full blown attack. They parachuted in to a music festival with machine guns and mowed down like three, four hundred dead. Like they killed over a thousand people. They did. They just jumped across the border and raided like it's right on the border. So like Israel and Palestine are just it's like the same place. These are it's not a thousand soldiers, bro. These are babies, these are kids, these are entire families. Prime Minister saying there is gonna be an unrelentless, no mercy response. And yeah. Israel is they don't fuck around. Well, and part of it is that Hamas they've got fourteen Americans hostage and there were americans killed too so now that complicates this the situation because you got 14 americans being held hostage and they got kids that they're holding hostage so they took these kids and these americans knowing using those as bargaining chips to say hey you come in here you know we have kids you know we have americans go ahead and drop a bomb on us then i would drop the bomb you know i mean i hate to say it then you get into the conversation of war crimes and what they just did considered a war crime. Well, that's whether or not you're going to follow the Geneva Code. You're going to follow the Geneva Convention. I mean, you know, so there's there's just a lot of political stuff to war. And I have not started, and to be honest, I've kind of been naive and I haven't been paying attention. Have they started responding yet? Oh, yeah, dude. They freaking smoked the entire Gaza Strip. Unbelievable, dude. I'm talking like air. It looked like nuclear bombs going off i mean they absolutely flattened it dude they destroyed some shit and now they want to go now they're going in ground force i mean they got people in there dude yeah they're getting after it they're getting after israel is is going in like uh, they're getting after it they are they're gonna fuck shit up so they already did fuck shit but the oh yeah but the real problem that you have is that you know i think they launched like it was like four or five thousand rockets who uh, Hamas? hamas yeah and then it was like they did the whole thing where they came in and did a sweep. They dropped in on parachutes to this music festival. And no one was expecting anything. No, there were in no intel. Like, they rode in on motorcycles and trucks who were just loading girls onto the thing. They were shooting people in the back of the head, loading them into Jeeps and putting them on motorcycles and riding off with your girlfriend. Then freaking pop you in the head. I mean, hundreds of people at the music festival just got straight up executed. Um, Not to mention those who got kidnapped. There's pictures of girls like in their underwear, just laying in a truck dead with a big hole in the back of their head. Fuck that. And they're just, they're cheering and chanting and riding around and like, fuck those motherfuckers. Dude, exactly. And so unfortunately you have this idea of like palestine involved with it not every palestinian's a bad person but they give shelter to hamas they live there now is that their choice or is that being forced upon them They're by just... the radical powers in the muslim world i.e the greatest of them all iran Iran was saying that they had nothing to do with it of course but they we all know that they do they fund hamas Let's not forget, and there's a lot of different ways that people are trying to twist this, but on September 11th, on September 11th, Joe Bitch Biden gave $6 billion to Iran. On September 11th, this year, 
I didn't hear that. Oh, yeah. For what? I mean, what kind of symbol is that to our country? That on September 11th, you give $6 billion to Iran. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. In a prisoner exchange. We exchanged. We, didn't we do that years ago with Obama? Obama gave him $4 billion in cash, yeah. something like that. And yeah, we just you, did it again? Oh, not only that. I didn't even hear it that. It was five prisoners for five prisoners. Oh, plus $6 billion. Trump came on and was just like, this is despicable. Not only that, they're going to use that money. And now they're going to use that money to attack Israel. You watch. And then what happens? 4,000 rockets. Full-scale fucking hit-grab attack. This fucking administration that we have is... Did you see Treasonous. the picture? Did you see the picture of young uh, Biden's younger brother naked in front of a hotel mirror with like a cowboy hat on? No. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. No. Uh uh-uh. uh And so and on some gay uh, like ad, like uh, like wanted ad or whatever. I mean, these guys are just unbelievable. Now we have a war on our hands. After on September 11th, why wouldn't you wait till the 12th? There are things happening that are just unbelievable so anyways so you've got this situation now i know that these israeli commando women are out there getting some and i know the israelis are getting some too and i hope we use this opportunity to run fucking game on iran and get the mullahs out of power and let the iranian people take back let the persians country for freak's sake what are we doing you know what I haven't heard about? I haven't heard anything about Ukraine and Russia lately. Oh, yeah. Who cares about that anymore? I right? mean, I have not heard any updates about anything, really. I haven't been listening to CNN at all, though, but I don't even know what's going on with that. Well, this is all front and center. And, you know, in Ukraine, one of the big questions right now is, are the weapons that they're using from Afghanistan? Because people have completely forgotten about Afghanistan. We left hundreds of billions of dollars of weapons of brand new weapons highest tech possible left it all they already sold it to the american government this gives them the opportunity to sell it again it's a game it's all a fucking it's game. a game it and they're a- playing with people's lives and they're playing with 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 unbelievable stakes it's just crazy it's crazy to watch this play out you don't have to you know, people shouldn't have to die, dude. I mean, innocent people enjoying a music festival. Like, I mean, dude, the 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 video and the and the photography. See, this. I don't like. I haven't seen it, and I don't even think I want to now. No, you don't, because it's horrific. It's you worse than anything you'll it. see on Saw. They are doing disgusting stuff. I'll give you an example. Um, one lady, older lady, grandmother. Okay, was brutally. Murdered in the worst way you can possibly imagine. They filmed it with her phone and then uploaded it to her Facebook account. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, bro. They're trying to do some psychological shit, too. Oh, they did that times a freaking thousand. I mean, you know, this is sick shit we're talking about here. And the weapons that they have, guess who supplied them? Guess who manufactured them? Guess where they fucking came from, most likely? Us. Ukraine, Afghanistan. We're talking about half a trillion dollars of weapons have been 
Just give it, dude, half a trillion dollars? 500B? In weapons? In weapons and support. Meanwhile, you know, uh, we've had, I think, close to 15 million people cross our southern border in the last three years illegally. 15 million. Not just from Mexico. These aren't Mexican people. They're from all over the world. They're from China. They're from Iran. And they're coming through. They're going to Mexico. That's right. It's just this great journey that they go on. And they're coming straight through. It's just open border. And so if you think that an attack is not coming here, I'm telling you right now, Mark, that I fucking said this. And I don't want it to happen. I'm afraid that before we know it, there will be another attack bloodshed in the United States. And I'm talking about potentially active, not just one event. I'm talking about fighting. What happens when 40 or 50 of these guys hit a baseball stadium with machine guns, for example? I mean, we're used to mass shooters, one guy. Right. What happens when an organized hundred of these mofos roll up with, you know, pickup trucks and machine? I mean, dude, we're talking... What's to stop it from happening? 15 million? Let's say 100,000 of them are bad guys of the 15 million. That's 100,000 bad guys. You know how many people that is? Yeah, if you could coordinate it, that's a big... uh... Well, you can because you just got them into the United States. You paid their way. So now they're loyal to you. It is really fucked up right now. I'm not trying to make like a negative connotation for the podcaster. Well, no, you're speaking the news. You're, You're weighing in on the current event that's happening that's real and it's... Subsequently, following all of this madness, RFK Jr., presidential candidate, Democrat, left the Democrat Party. Officially? Officially. RFK Jr. is running for president as an independent. And he gave a great speech. And I have a little piece of it that I'd like to play. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. Sounds a little rough. That's his voice. An independent candidate for President of the United States. That's not all. I'm here to join you in making a new declaration of independence for our entire nation. And that's why I'm here today. I'm here to declare myself an independent candidate. Uh, you know, if he ever became president, I don't think I could listen to his speeches. He's tough to listen to, but he's brilliant. What, what's wrong with his voice? He yeah. had some kind of thing that like took it out. It, it was worse, actually. Yeah, it was worse. He got it fixed before he ran for president. If you watch him and you listen to him, you, you do get used to it. And he'll say, I mean, it's embarrassing for him. Oh, I'm he's sure. Like, no, that's He's a like, I hate that people have to listen to my voice. Oh, no. But you I mean, know? you ever see that movie, The King's Speech? No. Uh, it was uh, I'm, It was about this king that had this huge stuttering thing and he had to like, and the whole thing was about his speech therapist. That um, who's very informal and wasn't even a trained speech therapist, but he'd have to give these speeches. He is like his the heir to the throne. His brother died, and so he had to become. But dude, he he had this nervous like, and he had to overcome it. But yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Well, much uh, peace and uh, you know 
will pray for, you know, the people of Israel and the people of Palestine who are not necessarily the bad guys that are involved and drug yeah. into this whole ordeal. Yeah, I'm and not for saying the Muslims women are bad. commandos of yeah. Israel that yes. are going to kill and attack. Fucking people up. Dude. Fucking people up. Take it to these motherfuckers. You got to wipe them out. I went to this place called Hillcrest Farms. It passed Big Canoe in the mountains of Blue Ridge at the foothills of the Appalachian. And it's this amazing orchard. You go apple picking. They have so much shit for the kids. Oh, yeah. And the food was good. And, I mean, it was it, it better than Marseille, which is another orchard. And at Marseille, all you can do is shop at their store right. and take the little tractor down to pick your apples. This had pig races and bungee jump. I mean, like, it had wow. the whole thing. Petting zoo. I mean, it was the food was awesome. We met a couple people out there, some of my coworkers, and uh, Aaron, this other girl, and myself are in line, long line, we're ordering, we get the order, and then I got to move over to the left-hand side of the place I took my order and wait on the food. My wife and this other girl goes to the table, which is in eyesight, but there's like under a little pavilion, and there's like four round wooden tables that are kind of, you know, so they're sitting at the other end. And you have a narrow area to walk past these on each side of the table to get yeah. there. The table that is closest to me, still under the covered way, there's this Asian couple. Now, I noticed, assuming it's the dad, had one of those hiker packs on where they put their kid. So it's like a kind of like a, right. a rectangle thing where your kid can ride on your back. And yeah. Yada, yada, yada. So I'm sitting there waiting on my food and I noticed he's not wearing the pack anymore. Yeah. And the pack is sitting on the bench seat of the table. Uh-oh. Now, it looks like it's meant that where you can take it off. Right. And set it on the ground. Right. And you're in a safe space. Yeah. So your kid doesn't topple over. Right. So I'm, so I'm not even paying attention to that, but my view is kind of looking past that at my wife. And all of a sudden, I see this thing flip over and smack the ground. Oh. And I watched it in slow-mo and I go, I'm like, was there a kid in there? And you see the dad and the mom goes, and the dad runs over and snatches it up as fast as he can. Yeah. And the baby just face planted in this thing Oh and, my God. Oh, and the mom comes over and she's like crying. She's like, oh my God. And the baby's crying. And the baby's, I mean, it's so dusty there. The baby's got like this oh. streak of gray dust in its hair. And I'm like, dude had a bad night. Oh my God. I mean, you wait uh, until he got home. Oh. Like, she didn't chew his ass out right no. there. But you could tell from the look. Oh, he that, was done. You the will never be over. allowed yeah. to watch our child again. Oh, the party's over. Are you incapable? Yeah. Fortunately, the baby was somewhat okay other than the dust. I think he was a little bruised. Right. Yeah, I mean, and it had to smack. And I was like, oh, shit, was there somebody in that? Oh, my, <laughs> my God. <laughs> That's crazy. It, it kind of made me feel okay about my parenting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you felt like, a little better about yourself. Yeah. I've you know, that happens often when you, you know, you just don't know how good you're doing sometimes you know just just in life sometimes and, you have to see something unfold and you see a horrible <laughs> example of what you're doing and you you just realize that 
as opposed as compared to that, right? You look great. Yes, you look like the dad of the year. Yeah, and and although you might not be living up to your own standard or your wife's, you know that you're doing better than that. At least I. Sometimes that's enough. Yeah, sometimes (laughs) that's all I need. Like the guy, that big story where he locked his, where he left his kid in the car. I don't know about that. That's something severe. Where he left his kid in the car and he came back and fucking after work and the kid was dead. And I even saw a billboard the other day. Don't leave your kid in a hot car. And I'm like, how could I get out of the car and forget that I loaded them in the car? Yeah. Now I can be an airhead sometimes and get sidetracked. Right. But there's no way. I would go an entire day right. and not realize, wait a second, I didn't drop my kid off at school. My kid's in the car. I mean, that's just such a tragic thing. And I'll right. be completely honest. Like, I have had my dog in the car before and forgot that the dog was even back there. Get out of the car, walk into the store, grocery store or something like that. And then I'm in the grocery store and I'm going, holy shit, dude. The dog's in the car. I got to go let the window down. I have never done it with the kid. But with the dog, I've done it. But I always remember and go back out. But it's, you know, I, it's, it's crazy. I guess it can about. happen. I mean, if you get sidetracked and you're, you know, not. Well, I think especially not, not as much like if they're like, you know, three, four, five. But when they're really quiet, when they're little babies, you know what I mean? I think that's when it's the highest risk, especially with dudes. Because, you know, you're riding around, you're doing deals or whatever it is you're doing. You know what I mean? And you just forget, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I kind of find it hard to think that I could do that. I agree, but, you know, I mean, it would be the most horrible thing. It's a fucked up situation. Like, that seems like a horrible fucking way. See, at least with my three-year-old, four-year-old now, she would. She knows how to unbuckle herself. Yeah. She might. Oh, Jack tries to jump out of the car when we're pulling into places. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you're, you're you know? screaming at him to get the <laughs> yeah. fuck back in his seat. It's unbelievable. He's trying to jump out the window like yeah. a dog. Yeah. I mean, it's... Uh... It's crazy. So, hey, I want to end it with this. Um, smut, book porn. Women have flocked to these erotic novels. And there's a few of them that have gotten crazy amounts of traction. Yeah. Like, it's like pure smut, right? Pure smut. Now... If you see your wife reading a book like Neon Gods, right, where Greek gods deal in power and corruption and yeah, some really aggressive and rough sex scenes like something out of 50 shades of gray. Right. Are you looking at that and thinking I need it like she's getting her rocks off there or are you going to try to be Zeus? Does it bother you that your wife is reading these smut books? Like, does, would that bother you? Yes. It would? Yes. Why? Neon Gods too. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just, I feel like her, you know, I mean, I don't know. I guess it would depend. But yeah, I think it would bother me, bother me a little bit, you know? If she was like reading sex book after sex novel after novel yeah just crushing fucking sex novel you open it up and it's like his throbbing cock entered her wet lips while she was thinking about someone else and then she couldn't think about anything else as he pinned her against the wall all right all right pulled her hair all right you know i'd be like what in the fuck yeah 
So would you be like, all right, would you look internally and be like, I'm, I'm not doing something right? <laughs> yeah, I think it would be a little uncomfortable for me, like maybe my own insecurity. I mean, I guess when I think about it objectively, there's really no reason for me to be upset about it. I'm as equally as entertained by that kind of material. I'd probably read them after her. Uh, you know? Would you? Yeah. I mean, eventually, I guess, you know, if I was just being well, an open-minded individual, I'd be like, fuck it, I'm going to start reading this well, shit Well, being too. a journalist, you know? I downloaded Neon Gods because Neon I God? started reading it somewhat, you know, combing through it to find some dirty scenes for us to narrate. Yeah. But they just weren't as dirty as the book the battery that I narrated many, many years ago. Oh, yeah. And so... Is it that time? It's that time. Oh, God. Oh, there it is. Here we go. We're going to end it on this. We're videoing, so we're going to capture some YouTube footage. Oh, yeah. We're going to make some shorts. Now, to try to keep it somewhat PC, Ben, we are going to... Uh, how many pages you got? Man, did I not print? Thought well, I had more. Oh, oh, I do have more. Uh, oh, yeah, there's more, Ben. Come here. All right, there we go. Let's see. Karen, Karen. I think that might go with your page. Okay, cool. All right, here we go, Ben. We're going to, uh, let's try to keep it somewhat PC so we don't alienate. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if this is a good idea for my professional look well we're gonna use on shorts to be like hey you know the new uh you know the new team leader <laughs> check this out <laughs> <laughs> hey we are this is a bit of journalism and we're gonna not use the real terms roger that okay roger roger who needs a rogering i will take paragraph one ben your name will be nowhere near it suzanne and darlene underestimated me they didn't know that I could just be as sex-hungry as they were. The way Mitch looked at me earlier, I could tell in his eyes he was telling me to join in. To use those bitches' tactics to get what I wanted. I took charge as I sank down on John's plump cucumber. My gorge felt like it spread miles apart. Aside from the pleasure of my muscles relaxing against the tension of his cucumber as it eased into me and when I lifted up feeling his eggplant slide out of me I closed my eyes and groaned with pleasure <laughs> there's nothing dirty about that <laughs> I mean come on Ben <laughs> oh my god oh, take it for the team um where are we at? When Darlene shouted. I don't know if I have the right one. Right here. Oh. <laughs> what happened in the music? <laughs> hey. There you go. Sometimes it's going to... You can go. When Darlene shouted, Dan! <laughs> I turned towards Susanna, and she was on her side, still letting the guy who I assumed was Dan shove his cucumber up inside her. <laughs> Susanna was hot dog hungry. Not only had she hogged John's hot dog, she had to ingest Dan's also. <laughs> she didn't just need it to satisfy her. She needed it. She needed it. 
<laughs> oh, she needed the meat of other women. I mean, out of all the men on the lawn, in the house even, she had to climb up John's shaft. The more I thought about it, the more rage bubbled inside of me. However, that didn't matter now. What did matter was I took charge. I wouldn't let anyone take away the sense of energy and power I'd accumulated earlier in that jacuzzi. The fire burning in my gorge, the more rage bubbled inside of me. Oh no, wrong. The fire burning in my slot made me bounce up and down on John's twig with all the passion I could muster. The hot droplets of Mitch's goo that fell on my back felt like melted candle wax on my skin. And I craved the load that John was building and was soon to be released. And I waited for a long time to see it. When low, slow moans came out of John's mouth, I knew he was close. I leaned over, both palms flat on his chest as I lifted my bottom up and back and then slammed it forward and down onto his eggplant. He was no longer doing me. I was doing his eggplant now. <laughs> he kept his body still, arms spread out at his sides, and his eyes closed tight. He grit his teeth, and his lips curled into a snarl. <laughs> he could take Susanna. He could even take Darlene. But he was no match for me. He was getting beat by my box. <laughs> oh, my God. Three women surrounded Susanna and Dan. One of the women licked on Susanna's, you know, while Dan's snake went deep inside it. The chick even slid on his eggplant all the way out and blow and blew it, her hand going up and down feverishly on his shaft at the same time. Another woman clamped both her lips onto Susanna's meat curtain. Her cheeks sucked in and out as Susanna screamed with pleasure. <laughs> Felt like the temperature outside began to rise and the heat of our group possibly drawing more people our way. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. The end. The end. So if your wife is reading stuff like that, you might have a problem on your hands. This is a PSA from the Manfuse podcast. Foo Media.